0: We made it to 2021. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for supporting us. Looking forward to a new year with new hope, a new journey, and some new guests. So please pass this on to someone who might benefit. Share this podcast, write a review, subscribe. And as always, we're so thankful for our sponsor, Thai Technology. And if you'd like to share your business with others, you know, only 145 million people are listening to podcasts, feel free to contact us and we'll tell you how you can become a part of this show. Enjoy. And thanks for being here. We wish you nothing but love, light and hope for this new year. To the show. I only wish that I had a hit record about an hour ago so you guys could have heard the conversation that Tim, Love, and I, the CEO of All Trust, were having. We solved all the world's problems and unfortunately we can't do that again. But welcome to the show, Tim.
1: Thank you, Sharon. Good to be here.
0: So good to see you. So good to talk to you. We are talking all things, well, really just all things. I mean, how could we not have a discussion about how we're doing as humans going through a global pandemic and all the racial unrest and the political warfare and and we're still here Tim. I know and
1: and we went from that to monks
0: (laughs) to (laughs) mental health
1: to physical health to and everything in between like how we calendar our day and how we start our day and
0: so true the last Whoa. thing i said before i hit record was monastery <laughs> so that's that's the kind of relationship that Tim and i have which is so fantastic but um as any of you watched my interview with Joe Park this won't be like it number one <laughs> joe was um I think his his dogs were being uh, distracted by the bears walking through his backyard in Asheville. <laughs> but it is through my friend Joe Part that I was uh, lucky enough to meet Tim, and um, and All Trust, of course, has been the only place that I've ever referred any employer for their healthcare benefits. So Tim, just to give the audience a little a little hope that this might be about the business of medicine. <laughs> Why don't you tell them a little bit about who you are and who all trust is
1: All right thank you Sharon and, and I appreciate the, the, the comments and um, so all trust you know we, we, we have been around for about 25 years we do one thing um, in terms of the insurance business and that's employee benefit plans um, And what we found is, Um, it's hard to talk about health insurance and the return on investment and all of those things if you don't look at the company somewhat holistically. So we've gotten into things like HR consulting. Um, We've gotten into the world of technology uh, relative to benefits and payroll and benefits administration. Um, and, And then really, you know, kind of diving deeper into... Um, their employee population, the disease the, the state, the, the population health management, claims tracking, and uh, all of those things related to uh, the health of a business. And, and we mean that both in terms of the bottom line as well as um, the health of their employees. So, really understanding that those two are interconnected.
0: Wonderful. You know, I've had a 16 year relationship now with All Trust. Yeah, uh, I know it's a long time. And when I was working for an IPA back in the day, um, and then left there to run a pediatric practice, I brought—I didn't bring many things with me, but I did bring All Trust. And, Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. And I'll tell everybody why I recommend All Trust, and it's this: is it's never changed. I could probably name at least three or four people that work within the company that are still there. Um, I'm not even, even if there was a pandemic that went through, I'm still pretty sure all of them would be there. There is an extreme focus on excellence in customer service. So I knew that if I referred All Trust to a client, to a physician group, whoever it might be, I knew that they were going to be taken care of and I wouldn't get that phone call. Like who are these Yahoo's you referred me to Sharon?
1: Yeah. No, well, thank you. I mean, we, we take a lot of pride in that. I think our, our service team has an average tenure of 12 years. Um, our sales team is actually higher than that. Um, and, you know, the, the soft skills of, of caring um, kind of permeate the organization. And we, we talk a lot about, you know, being a family here amongst ourselves. Is there something else I can help with?
0: Yes, you
1: can actually. The moral of the story is don't put Siri in your pocket. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and, and, and so that, that family experience or culture, it, it, it permeates the organization, which becomes a natural extension to clients. Uh, we, we, we take it pretty seriously about how we treat customers. And... Uh, and, and making sure that we're living up to their expectations, you know, insurance is expensive. You should, you should get good service for the 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 cost of it. So, thank you. We appreciate that.
0: No, one hundred percent. Um, and I will. I swear, I, Tim didn't ask me to say any of these things. Nor is he paying me. Although, <laughs> uh, we'll see. No, I want to talk about this. Um. The relationship connection, because I do think that this is um, certainly a big piece of what All Trust believes in. It's it falls in line with what I believe in, and that it really is all about your relationships in business. Um, I remember when uh, I read the book "Never Eat Alone" by Keith Ferrazzi, and I was given, as a matter of fact, him uh, Rita Loman gave it to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Rita gives it to me, and I read the book on a flight to Chicago, and I think it's the greatest thing I've ever read. I call Joe, I'm like, Joe, you got to get this book, and he starts cracking up. He's like, Where the hell have you been? I read that book and gave it to all of our employees years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, but the basis of that book is really like your relationships and how your community can build you up and. You guys have been pillars of our Tampa Bay community and beyond for so long now. And you're so involved with um, charitable organizations and philanthropy. I know myself, when I have clients in Sarasota, I call Steve Hall and I say, who can you connect me to here? And then he introduces me to this one and that one. And that's that's how business works. So how, right. how, how does that work in your organization?
1: Yeah, yeah, so, so a, a, a tremendous amount of it is, is, is the hiring practice. So, you know, if, if you want to hire for technical skills, you get one type of person. Um, but if you want to hire for attitude and aptitude and enthusiasm and, and folks that kind of, for lack of a better term, fit your tribe mm-hmm. um, and your culture, then, then you hire those kinds of people and you, you, you either train them up if they don't have the technical skills. Um, or or you, you, you create an environment where there's a team to, to help and support them around those technical skills. But it's, it's, we, we look for our people. And we look for people who have um, this great compassion and caring. Um, they have a, a broader sense of community and, and, and understand that what, what happens inside our four walls is really, really important. But it's also really, really important what happens outside of our four walls, and that um, we are dealing with people a lot of times when they are at their most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So people who are calling our office are not always in the the best day of their life, right? So a lot of times they're calling us when they're having their worst day of their life. Right. Um, And and so understanding that compassion uh, component, and then people who hate to lose. And and that competitive nature um, is really critical for providing high level customer service. Um, And and so a lot of times we're we're interviewing people and just saying their, their spirit is wonderful and we've got to have them as part of this organization. We'll figure out where they go and we'll figure out what to do with them. Um, but they' they're just super compassionate yet competitive people um, because we do deal with people when they're in their worst situations sometimes.
0: Totally. And you know so I was in my previous life a practice manager, so one of the many things that I loved about all Trust was that I knew um, presenting the new insurance plan to the employees was the death of me. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason they thought it was my fault that the deductible was so high or the copay was too high so what I had the opportunity to do was have all trust come in and now maybe it's virtual I would assume yeah and explain the benefits to the employees and not just explain them but like listen to them and let them ask questions because I think a lot of people don't really well i know a lot of people don't really understand health benefits i know this for a fact i know that people don't know the difference between an eob and a bill between insurance and a copay and a deductible and it can be very confusing and what i'm sure you've encountered yourself is that instead of being vulnerable people will you know talk from their ego i mean i'm not talking about doctors here guys (laughs) <laughs> um i'm just saying they might not understand it but what all trust would do would just be to explain it from the bottom up which and then did all of the comparisons to suit our practice's needs so you know i always talk about like i got a guy i feel like that's what i have in all trust like i got... They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Thai Technology rocks. I got a great website company. I got a great Thai technology to handle the Televoibe system. And I got, I, I got a guy I will trust. And it might be a <laughs> girl.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we appreciate that, and and you, you used the term when we were fixing the world before. Yes, um, that is a great term, and, and it applies here, and that's meeting people where they are.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and and that's what we have to do to be successful in our business, and 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 no two people are like, no two businesses are like, um, so you really do have to meet people where they are, and it's 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 been actually fun, if you can say that, with the pandemic to get creative and find new ways to to do that education and communication and, 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 you know, this type of experience with employees where you can literally talk to them screen to screen and they may open up a little bit more because um, they're not sitting in a crowd of 200 people with their HR person right in front of them or, um, and, and creating video uh, explanations of, of benefits and digital, you know, sheets on what the, the, the benefits are and how to access them better and, and how to educate yourself on, on benefits or even healthcare. Yeah. Um, people, it, we've got a pretty complicated healthcare system in this country and a lot of people get kind of caught in the hamster wheel of where do I go, and who do I ask? Um, so we, th- we, we really think the pandemic in a lot of ways f- helped us get creative and finding new ways to, to communicate with people about that. And, and it's been fun watching it evolve actually.
0: Yeah. And you know, um, I also used to love when, um, uh, somebody in my office would come to me and say, Hey, listen, you know, I've had this issue and I got a letter from the insurance company and I don't really understand it. I'm like, well, we'll just send it to all trust we'll <laughs> figure it out for you and really, yeah. this is a huge for for somebody who really has empathy for the practice manager of an organization that is really doing so many things besides the um the dreaded november when we have to think about our employee health benefits again um right. to make sure that we get the best plan for our staff you know um it's you're really like a partner you guys are really like a partner in helping us through that situation. So I, I couldn't recommend you enough.
1: Well, thank you. It's...
0: I'm done with the is okay, Tim? Let's move on. <laughs> so it's all true, though. I, I really want people to know that we, we did have this conversation that I'm going to bring up now um, before when we were solving all the world's problems about um, more organizations offering mental health benefits. Have you seen an uptake in that? Um, over this course of this
1: pandemic? It, it, it's, it's undeniably been uh, more top of mind. Uh, employers are absolutely starting to look at it or have been looking at it. Um, it's unfortunate given all those legislative issues that have been brought forth, like the Mental Health Parity Act, um, where it is it is... Legislated that you treat mental health and, and like any other illness, um, but I think the pandemic really drove home the importance of looking at employees and their families holistically. And if there is a silver lining in the in the pandemic, it has been that people are starting to understand that these things are connected and when you send people home and you isolate them or you tell them they can't come to work or they can't go to the grocery store or go out and socialize with friends, um, what the pandemic did is it exacerbated underlying issues. And so we saw a 34% increase in prescriptions around depression and anxiety. Uh, We've seen domestic abuse go up dramatically, sexual abuse, domestic violence, Um, all of these bad indicators um, go up. And so it really pushed it to the forefront for employers to understand that having a reactionary, uh, potentially an employee assistance program that they've never really evaluated um, and, and they're, they're probably not spending a lot of money on, um, it, it's really forced them to look at this and understand that their employees have to be the highest version of themselves to be their highest version as an employee. So that's a very long-winded answer to your question, Sharon. But yes, it is very top of mind for for most employers.
0: Well, I'm glad that it's taking up um, a large portion of our conversation because I do think it's that important. Um, and I, any opportunity, I get to talk about my father's EAP counselor saving my life. You know, I was 21 years old. Um, my dad was going to see this EAP counselor at New York Hospital. He really trusted him. He really liked him because he was dealing with his daughter, who was an alcoholic and a drug addict, and he didn't know what to do. I was suffering terribly from depression. I went to see this EAP counselor, and he asked me if I was having suicidal thoughts. I said Yes. And it was the end of isolation for me. And from that moment on, from 21 until this very day, I have yet to go back to that life. And he was a huge, huge part of that. So um, to, to know that people are taking more of an interest in that within our corporate organizations, it's just it just makes me feel fantastic. I'm so grateful to hear that news. Can you tell everybody, Tim, about this Be Mindful app that you mentioned before? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, no it, it's absolutely, in, in order to try and address that, we, we really looked at how do we go to you know, large numbers of employees and say, we've got something for you, um, and, and, and trying to meet people where they are. Um, we, we, we decided the best way to do that in a pandemic was through a technology-based health and wellness application focused on mindfulness. And allowing people to have access to this unfettered. So we went out and vetted a bunch of different companies and we, we, we landed on a company called eMindful. and we bought a license from them. It was the first ever licensing deal um, in this space. Um, and we pay them an annual fee and we give it free to every client of ours and they can give it free to every employee, the families of employees, the part-time employees, you know, anyone in their organization can have access to this app. And what eMindful does is it's a mindfulness practice um, with a lot of different categories. So there's resiliency, there's sleep. Uh, During 2020, they did one on on social justice. They did, you know, mindfulness practices on the pandemic. And it's kind of like the Peloton of mindfulness. So they're anywhere from 10 to 35 minute sessions. Some of them are live and you can sit and just like we are and see your instructor and they'll walk you through a mindfulness practice. But they also have thousands of sessions in their library that you can listen to at any point in time. Um, and it's really about allowing people to step away from what's going on in the real world, refocus, re-energize, Um, you know, if they've got issues with smoking, there's a smoking cessation program, um, and really disconnect from all the chaos and craziness, refocus and become the highest and best version of themselves.
0: Love it. I love that you have that. Um, and I love that it's being offered. I think it's such a huge benefit, especially when companies can't afford to bring on the EAP, um, it's certainly a great alternative. So Tim, um, I know that you have another meeting to go to, but before I let you go, I have a question for you. You ready? Yeah. Tell me what 2020 taught you.
1: That's a great question. And I, uh, the the ability to say no, the ability to say no, It, 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 it really, and I'm gonna carry that into 2021 because we all didn't have to commute as much. We didn't have to go to as many physical meetings. Um, We we didn't have to go to as many obligatory meetings. Um, And it was, if there was anything positive out of 2020, it was the ability to appreciate and understand that free time and what that did for me personally. So I'm going to be a little more selfish in 2021. And I'm gonna say no.
0: I love that. I'm gonna say no. Forget that whole, just say yes. Just say no. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think it's great. Um, I really uh, appreciate all that you do. I know how much you do for the community as, you know, board of directors at the Outback Bowl, you're very involved uh, with the Tampa Bay Sports Commission, and and you do a lot for the community. We appreciate that here in Tampa Bay, and um, we appreciate all that you do for all of our our companies that need um, the right guidance when it comes to employee health benefits. So, Tim Love, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you, Sharon. Good seeing you. Good seeing you. Take care.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me. Believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.